Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grimly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, here we are. It is February 3rd, 2024, and it is Rick Uccino, Iridian Fierro. This is the AEW Collision Show here on the Fightful YouTube channel. Thank you so much for joining us. All of our wonderful colliders, a lot of good in-ring action. We're going to discuss tonight Eddie Kingston against now the new, newest member of the All Elite roster. The bounty hunter Brian Keith in action tonight. That was a good one. Brian Danielson putting on another technical classic. Speaking of technical classics, how about Serena Deeb in action tonight? Iridian, we got two women's matches. It's almost like TK watches this show and he's tired of hearing us bitch. We got two women's matches on the card tonight. Granted, one of them was kind of like an enhancement match, but hey, hey, we'll take it. You know what? Beggars can't be choosers, right? Oh, so we progress. will get yes. And I actually tweeted progress. about said whoa tony slow down there don't hurt him you know you gotta pace it out here <laughs> oh my god we had i think we had six women on the card tonight no because we also saw julia too so i think we saw seven women on a two-hour show tonight hot damn tk firing up for maybe a big free agent signing maybe we'll talk about we'll talk about his big wednesday announcement i think which was actually called like gargantuan or something tonight so this might actually be might actually be huge we'll we'll see tony shivani had a busy busy night tonight as well and got some love we'll talk about that Kofi kingston got some love on the show tonight too wasn't expecting that one but that was a nice little touch by swerve and then oh yeah we just get this 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 trio's banger uh of a main event but uh yeah it was a good show tonight a lot of good in-ring action iridian how you doing i haven't talked to you in two weeks I know I'm doing so well, Rick. It's so nice to see you. So nice to be joined by our Fightful fam. And I'm excited. You know, how how are you? I haven't, you know, we chatted a little bit in the pre-show, but how have you been? Uh, you know, I am still really exhausted uh, from the trip because uh, yeah. I, I for, for those of you who don't know, I'm an idiot and I decided to drive to the Royal Rumble uh, to cover the event. Uh, I left from Cincinnati. It was 16 hours down, Iridian. And then Sunday, I get back from I get back from the Rumble press conference at like 2.30 in the morning is when I finally got to my Airbnb. Um, and then my alarm hit at 6, and I started driving back. I did not get back until 2 a.m. Oh, my God. Monday morning. No. To the city of Atlanta. Get your shit together. All right? The traffic there is a nightmare all hours of the day. It took me longer to get through the city of Atlanta than it did the state of Tennessee. 
That is a problem. That is a problem. And it's, it's not like I showed up at like 5 p.m. or 9 a.m. It was noon, Iridian. It was noon. And apparently the entire city of Atlanta clocked out for their lunch break. But <laughs> it was a great weekend. It was a really, really great weekend. Got to see Sean uh, in person, which was great. Speaking of Sean, make sure, ladies and gentlemen, to subscribe to Fightful Select. It's just $5 every month. Trust me, you waste you, you waste $5 on stupid shit every month. I guarantee it. You're going to get really, really good stuff from Sean. Like his huge, and I mean huge, I'll use it again for the second time, gargantuan, highly detailed story on the Cody Rhodes situation and the Birmingham screw job last night on Friday night SmackDown. Um, mm, yeah, trust me, there, there's a lot in there. I'm not going to spoil a whole lot of it because obviously we want you to go read Sean's excellent reporting as always. So again, subscribe to Fightful Select if you want the full story. But Iridian, I... I have to bring this up. I'm calling a little bit of an audible before we get into collision tonight, because did you happen? I know you, I know you, you collide and tweet, right? And we're not supposed to, but we collide and tweet. Did you happen to notice what the three top trends were this evening? I noticed like one that was going around uh, about Cody Rhodes, but uh, let me know what they were because top three, it's gotta be wrestling. Like, what are we yeah. doing? So as far as combat sports were concerned anyway, Cause that's just, I, I don't know what the Twitter algorithms are anymore. Cause Elon has messed this whole thing up, but on my, my top three trends tonight. All right. Number three was AEW collision. Number two was hashtag woe movement. And number one, which has been trending for much of the day since mid morning or so is hashtag. We want Cody. And that's interesting, right? Because I mean, we're still going to get Cody, but what we really want is Cody and Roman. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I, man, it, this is, I try not to let things that happen on a TV show ruin my day or ruin my mood. Right. Cause at the end of the day, like it, it has no bearing on my life. I do the same thing with, you know, the Bearcats or the Bengals or this, that, and the other thing, whether they win or lose, I try not to let that affect my week in any way shape or form but you just can't help but feel for cody after like everything that he's in i feel and i think that's what's affecting me most is like knowing how good of a guy cody is knowing how to have a top level superstar that he is and knowing that he has 100 earned this spot to have this happen to him it's bothering me that much at wwe and again alluding to Sean's reporting and everybody else's good reporting on this, not so much WWE, what the rock is doing to him because yeah. the rock, Mr. I'm on the board of the TKO now, uh, heavily pushing for himself to be interjected in this match. And apparently he's pushing to win the damn thing. Iridian. It's wild. I'm telling you guys, you have to subscribe to fightful best $5 you'll spend in the business. Um, there's higher tiers in that, of course, but the reporting that Sean is doing that specific one where he was talking about, you know, things that were going on backstage. I'm not going to ruin it for anybody because I yeah. want you guys to go and subscribe and read the story because I could not believe it. I was like, there's just no way that this is happening. And of course you feel for Cody Rhodes because this is like the second time. This is the second time that this is happening to him. And you're just like, man, Cody, this was supposed to be your moment. And I feel like, you know, his mania moment should have been last year like it should have happened that's when they should have pulled the trigger because that, that i think that moment was lightning in a bottle and i know that they wanted roman to surpass those 1000 days right but look at where we are now what are we doing like the rock and roman did not need a championship first of all correct so it's just and and the bloodline story has also fizzled down but man it's it's insane but yeah guys five dollars incredible reporting by sean it's it's I can't believe it. I, I have no words. Like, oh, I got a lot of words. I got, I got, I, oh, 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 do I have a lot of words? Uh, and you know what? I know it's a collision review show. So I'll just go ahead and throw this out here. Uh, I have a weekly Monday column, Monday Gorilla Position. It comes out on cagesideseats.com for SB Nation. Uh, Y'all, uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I, I got a lot to say, and it's going to come out on Monday. All right. Sometime around noon is when that typically drops. All I'll say is this. It ain't over. Okay. Mm -hmm. We have seen WWE audiences change the game, right? Kofi Kingston, Brian Danielson, Becky Lynch. It can happen. But my goodness, 
this is one of those things where I feel like it's going to be internet crowd versus live audience crowd. Because from what I've seen on social media, it's about an 80-20 split of people who are just outraged and feel for Cody Rhodes. And then like a 20% who are like, oh, this is the greatest thing ever because we're finally getting Rock Roman storylines be damned. damned. I have a feeling live audiences are going to be the opposite because we saw the Rock get cheered out of the damn building Friday in Birmingham. But again, it's Alabama. We, we, we don't well, talk about it. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But, you know, you mentioned Kofi Kingston. And Kofi was also mentioned tonight. So I I thought that was really cool from, from Swerve. But we'll get to that. But, yeah, man, uh, collision. <laughs> well, we do have a, But before we move on, we do have a super chat here from uh, James Zimmerman who says, you can call Tony Khan a mark, and he may be. But another word for that is a fan. He is a fan of professional wrestling and won't screw us over unlike the rock ouch hmm. tyrone kid we want iridian exclamation point and a nice cup of rick uchino what is a cup yeah, what is what a cup that? of me somebody just wanna... please elaborate on that <laughs> yeah uh, i'm gonna need another super chat and an elaboration like do you am i am i the am i the appetizer to iridian do you just want a little sip of me and then you want to move on to you know the full course meal that is iridian that is a weird analogy i feel weird saying what i just said Cresta in that like <laughs> Cresta's dessert or should we just call her a snack you know what i'm saying anyway anyway we'll, we'll just <laughs> Oh, I'm going to get myself in trouble. All right. Anyway, let's move on. AEW collision tonight. Our opening contest already in Eddie Kingston, the Continental Crown champion, going up against the bounty hunter, Brian Keith. And man, this uh, this one turned into a classic Eddie Kingston style brawl tonight. This was a little bit of slap boxing mixed in with uh, some lethal kicks uh, from Brian Keith and, you know, a bunch of nice high impact suplexes and in the end this one turned into again another slap fight but eddie with the quick little move there turns around hits the spinning back fist ends up pinning brian keith the match was good the outcome you kind of had a feeling that eddie was going to win this but the feel-good moment came afterwards where i'm like they don't typically do this right tony gets in the ring he goes over he talks to he talks to Eddie Kingston for like a couple seconds and Kingston basically tells him to F off. Like, dude, why are you talking to me? Go talk to Brian. Go talk, go, go, go talk to Brian. Yeah. It was a hard hitting match. Thank you. Mr. Captain obvious Tony Schiavone. Get the hell over there. Cause Eddie knew what was coming. Right. Tony says, Hey, hell of a match. You're a Texas guy. They were in Texas tonight. And Tony says, as of today, you are officially all elite. They put the graphic up there. Nice big smile on his face. Eddie Kingston was laughing. It was great to see him show, you know, that kind of emotion because typically what we see out of Eddie, if he's if he's smiling, he's got a gas can in his hand. So, you know, it's nice to see that kind of emotion out of Eddie tonight. Uh, this was just a nice. This was a great opener and it was a nice moment there for for the bounty hunter. Yeah. And you know what? It seemed like a great crowd tonight all night. It so did, yeah. it sounded uh, a heck of a lot more than 3,500 people for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, shout out to them because they were a really great crowd, not just for this match, but for all of the matches. And I love that Brian Keith's strength was on display the whole time because he really went toe to toe with Eddie Kingston. So it, it was just amazing. He had a, a power bomb and that just looked incredible so yeah. even though brian lost he really won right because oh yeah aw contract and Tony and now he can actually win matches because he has <laughs> he hasn't won one yet but now that he's signed a contract right he's 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 got that you know automatic loser yeah. qualifier off of himself now he can actually win something yeah it's official now all right he's gonna be trying to pull these rankings so he can move up on, on the roster. But yeah, this was a really, really sweet moment. You could see it that he was just so excited and Tony Schiavone being in that ring too. And just with Eddie Kingston and we saw later that Brian Danielson also came out. So yeah, it was that's a really heartfelt moment for him. So I, I'm proud of him. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like something's building there toward, toward Eddie and, and, and Brian. I mean, these two guys, they don't like each other, right? They've, they've, they've met before. They have some history with one another. I mean, it feels like eventually, at least what I'm reading into this tonight is Brian eventually is going to be coming for Eddie in the, in the, in the triple crown. Eventually. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if Brian wins the dang thing. Right. But I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on. It's just one of those nice, subtle little things to, to keep an eye on get your super chats in by the way guys get your humper chats in if you want anything uh red on the air tonight this is 
the uh, the only way to guarantee that we'll read your comment on the air. We appreciate the support. All the money goes right back out to our staff. So thank you guys so much. Uh, Wags with a super chat says the main story now is Cody and not the horrific Vince stuff. They got what they wanted. Sigh. I mean, there's a running theory and some of the reporting was, yeah, let's throw the rock out there to take some heat off the Vince stuff. And you know what? Nobody's been talking about that today. It's all been talking about how Cody Rhodes either did or did not get screwed. Uh, Tyrone Kid, three-course meal. Love building the women for Monet. Uh, so, yes, appreciate it. Just a two-course meal. Hopefully, uh, Cresta will be back uh, next week, especially since I'm not going to be here next, next week. I got a radio show. I got Rotating in and out. Really? Yeah, that's, that's what we are, right? This is... We're, we're like the New Day, right? When New Day, we're like back when it was just like the tag team division and they would use like the, what did they call that? The um, Honestly, uh, it's so cute that you compared us to the New Day. Yeah, uh, like there's three of us. There's three of us, right? But on any given day, two of us are going to be the tag team champs and we're going to be in and everything's going to be great, right? What did they call that? Dang it. There was a rule. They called it a rule. Freebird rule. It's the freebird rule, right? Like we just rotate in and out. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is. Next next week it'll be the two woman power trip. So, uh, <laughs> uh, this is very cute. Van Twin Blade with a super chat. Uh, night for dessert. I'm having Rick Cappuccino. Uh, Arian for uh, I don't know how to say this. Friero Rocher. Rocher. Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, a homemade Cresta Star Crunch. Very cute. Love the creativity. Love the creativity on that one. Uh, we did get. Uh, Brian Danielson tonight against uh, one of our CMLL competitors and Echicero. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, to be honest, Iridian, I'm not that familiar with yeah. CMLL. All right. So don't, you know, don't shoot me. All right. I got like nine jobs and two kids. I don't have time to watch everything. Let me tell you. Yes. I, I am also not aware. <laughs> 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 like I'm the Mexican on the show does not watch. CML. Come, so, Come on, you're supposed to be holding it down. I'm snoozing and losing. But let me tell you, after tonight, I'm invested, right? And she said, okay, out. there was fire everywhere. I was like, automatically, I'm in. Sign me up. Like, how about that entrance? Like, the dude's literally doing, like, got the flaming rock in his hand and this, that, and the other thing. I'm like, I've heard about, like, the whole cleansing the ring and you know it's sacred and that's why you know the wrestlers wipe their feet on the on the ring apron before they get in it's a sign of respect but to like actually like cleanse the spirit of the ring by playing with burning rocks and then just leaving the burning rocks on the ramp like that that's a baller move man that that that's some good stuff well you know hechicero uh, in english means kind of like like a magician or sorcerer so it makes sense mm -hmm. right because like when he, when the fire was in the middle i was like cool amazing and then he put the fire was in his hands i was like this is incredible i need like i felt like i needed to be paying extra for it you know this was the premium version of the entrance so yes. I, I was here for it you know what i was here for tonight nigel what? mcginnis on commentary oh my god i was just <laughs> that's in my notes i said Jesus, <laughs> nigel nigel was on his shit tonight man especially like when 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 Brian was going for the surfboard and he's like, oh, it's phoning it in. It's the same old bull crap every night with Brian Danielson. And then immediately Echicero gets out of it. And then he goes for the surfboard. And he's like, I love this move. It's so great. Look at the execution on it. God, Nigel is an absolute savage, especially during Brian Danielson matches and Christian matches, too. I think that's when he really shines. When Christian is out there and he can play into the patriarchy thing and he can talk about Nick Wayne's hot mom. And then when Brian Danielson's out there and he can just spew his his hatred of that man and his jealousy of that man, it really adds a, a little extra something and a, and a certain special entertainment value to Brian's matches that honestly Brian's matches don't need. But it's 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 a welcome. Right. It's like it's like whipped cream on on uh, pumpkin pie. Like, I don't need it but I'll gladly take it. Absolutely. You know, Nigel really doesn't hold back. And that's something that I appreciate with him on commentary. When Echicero was doing his entrance, he was like talking to the camera and he was speaking in Spanish, right? And when he's done, Nigel was like, I don't know what he said, but I understood him. <laughs> and I get that. I get that. I get the same. I get the same thing with Asuka. Like anytime Asuka cuts a promo in, in Japanese, like I have no clue what she said. 
but I got her. Same thing. Anytime uh, they let Takeshita do a promo, I'm like, period. Exactly, Takeshita. <laughs> Tell them, right? <laughs> they could be reading off their grocery lists for all I care. It's the inflection, yeah, right? You feel it. You feel it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, super chat from Wags. You guys are on fire tonight. Match was great. Hechicero translated is meaty Mexican Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. Where's Kate? <laughs> Somebody send that to Kate. Um, but <laughs> oh man, my jaw's starting to hurt. I'm I'm smiling so much. This is good. Uh the match itself, though, this was I'm trying to say it in the best way possible. This was not pretty, right? It was good, it was great, but it wasn't pretty. It had a very real ground and pound, like amateur style wrestling. Mm-hmm feel to it where these guys were just doing counter after counter after counter and there was kind of like a real struggle between these guys really knit and gritty it wasn't wasn't choreographed it didn't feel too smooth it felt like two guys who were tr- who were literally trying to feel each other out go counter for counter and see if they could find the submission or they could find the cradle that the other guy did not have the answer for ultimately brian danielson was able to leverage a a cradle and get the three count this was, it, I guess, raw, right? I guess raw and, and down and dirty, nitty gritty. Like, I, I'm trying to find the correct verbiage for it. Like, I'm not saying it was bad. Uh, the fact that it wasn't perfect made it so much better for me because it felt real. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you. It was rough. Not in the sense that, like you said, that it wasn't a great match because it was fantastic. But it just felt aggressive and there was a different level of, of just wrestling tonight because they were going, yeah. you know, tit for tat, like back and forth. Like they, they had an answer for each other's moves and it was nice to see. I can, I want to say it's kind of like earthy. because <laughs> I don't know if you get it because like it, it was grounded, like really, really organic, I guess. But I was man, perfect, perfect descriptions for uh Brian Danielson match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it just felt like, you know, they were really grabbing onto each other, like really rough. Um, yeah. And you really felt all the kicks and, you know, every punch that they threw at one another. But I, I really liked this match. I want to say it was probably my favorite of the night. Yeah, um, I'll say this much. My buddy SP3 put out on uh, Twitter after this match that uh, TK needs to do everything that he can to uh, snatch Hechicero from CMLL. And I'm like, yeah, I agree with that because I'm I, I want to see more of the guy. Like, I really do want to see more of the guy. And we're going to see more of him on Wednesday because we're going to get those tri- that trios match with the BCC. What's going to be interesting is to see how Hechicero and his style meshes with Claudio and meshes with Moxley. That's going to be very interesting to me. And if he does, if Tony Khan does end up uh, picking up a couple of guys from CMLL, but I mean, we're going to see them more often, right? Because they have their partnership now. I want to see him against Malachi. You know, you got two Mm. guys. There's going to be fire. I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah. One, one hundred percent. Uh, we did get a nice little backstage segment there between uh, FTR and Daniel Garcia talking about how their, you know, the, their partnership, this trio wasn't something that they planned. It was something that happened organically, but they're finding success. And now they're ranked in the trios rankings, by the way. Thank God. the tr- I believe me. I thank God the, the rankings are back. Right. Because it, it it's kind of a crutch. It's kind of a crutch, but it's so simple of of a of an angle to just add stakes to any and every match right because it's all and this is one of the things i love about aew it's all about nobody's effing around they all want championships they all want to go after gold even red velvet tonight was coming out what first thing she said was i want gold i'm here to get in the rankings let's go like there's a very real sports combat style to the why are you here you're here to effing win matches and win championships so i love that everybody kind of has that motivation where like Sometimes in other companies, it kind of seems like it's a secondary thing or it just kind of falls to the wayside from from time to time, unless you're chasing Roman Reigns. But regardless, uh, it, it, it's a nice little thing to add on to there because now it gives FTR and Daniel Garcia, and we'll talk about the main event coming up here a little bit later, it kind of gives them a motivating factor to keep the the team together and see how far they can take this thing. Yeah, and I like how they were both, um, well, the three of them were talking about how they didn't see themselves as a trio, 
but they have been working out and they don't mind it. So the DGFTR or the FTRCA, I think that's what they were saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's clever. So I don't think Danny Garcia needs FTR or FTR needs Danny Garcia, but it's, I don't mind the trio. And they said that they were like also going after the, the trios, um, belts now so i'm just like all right let's let's see what happens right why not yeah why the hell not you know somebody some anybody who's super chat humper chat throw it out there why why the hell not we had hook on the show tonight here iridian he uh showed up to the building in texas apparently and said hey tk i want to kick somebody's ass you know what i want to kick two somebody's asses uh so he ends up in a two-on-one handicap match against turbo man and booster uh called the uh the outrunners here uh Look, oh, this man. one was this one was pretty simple. What? No, because the way you said that, it's the way I felt watching this match. Like, we, <laughs> it's it's just like, oh, here we go. It kind of felt like a step back for Hook tonight. Like he goes out there and he has that that brilliant showcase against Samoa Joe, and now he's back to enhancement matches again. Like, yeah, sure, it's it's two on one. I mean, but. He went out there, he took a couple of clotheslines from these Hulk Hogan wannabes, and he slammed them around for a little bit, and he taps in Red Rum on, uh, I, I don't know if it was Turbo Man or Booster that he hit it on, but whatever, that he taps out and he gets the win, and it's just like, what are we doing here? So what what was the point of having, now again, I know he's got something going on with the Mogul Embassy and Brian Cage and all that, and that's, that's great, but it's just like, it just, to go from Samoa Joe back down to this and, and no disrespect, but even back down to just like effing around with Brian cage. Like it just, I, I don't know. I wanted more. I wanted some more hype. This show is sponsored by better help. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Profile feuds for him after the Samoa Joe match. Yeah, and... I don't know if the outrun. I don't think the outrunners are signed to AEW. Are they? I could be wrong. I'm just not sure. I don't think they are. But um, much Madden, to be honest, why, would, why wouldn't you just have Hook fight somebody on the roster? Like <laughs> you could have had him fight like Action Andretti and and Darius or Dante, like top flight, like a tag team. That would have been like, oh, okay, you know, that's that's cool. Somebody fight roster. Jeff Hardy. The Hardys, like. <laughs> Like Jeff Hardy's on this whole kick, right? Where he's like having really competitive matches now, but he can't win one. Look, one of those with Hook. Why the hell not? Yeah, and that would have elevated Hook, you know, more than than he is right now because you're more, you're more than this match it. tonight. Yeah, and I I just feel so bad for for them because I feel like nobody really shined in this match. 
like what did hook get out of it at the end and i guess this is where rankings also play in right because you might just have these matches that are technically throwaway matches just to have one guy get a win to get higher up on the rankings yeah I don't know. We did see Mark Briscoe on the show tonight. We'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do that, we got a got a message here from our good buddy Sean Rostad. Is your sex life stuck in developmental? Well, get ready for a call up with bluechew.com and the code FIFL. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but how about this? No awkward in-person visits, no trips to the pharmacy. It ships straight to your door in a discreet package. But let me tell you, your package is not going to be discreet when you use Blue Chew and the code Fightful. Helps give you that confidence, that performance to take you straight to the main event, if you know what I'm saying. When approved online by one of our physicians, it just arrives straight to your door. You're not going to have people nosing around with what you're doing. And right now, you get your first shipment free when you use the code Fightful. Go straight to the top, if you know what I mean. Memorable performance, high spot, you know, whatever other innuendos you can think of, bluechew.com and the code Fightful. So we have Mark Briscoe on the show tonight here. Iridian says it's great to be in Texas, great to be in the ring with Tony Schiavone. Talks about growing up, how we watched Tony interviewing all the greats, you know, Ric Flair and Dusty Rose and how it was great for him. There, There is, as a broadcaster and you're a broadcaster as well, there is a certain smile that comes to my face when people like Tony Schiavone and Renee Paquette, you know, get their flowers on television, right. For just being as good as their jobs is what they are. Because honestly, it's such a, a, a thankless position <laughs> a lot of times, but man, when you're one of the, the great, when you reach a, a certain status, you do become beloved by the fan base and it's nice to, to get that love. So it, anytime that Tony gets his flowers, I appreciate that. Um, but this was a nice promo here from Mark Briscoe. Talks about the difficulties of transitioning from a tag team competitor to a singles competitor. You know, obviously alluding to the loss of his brother and how difficult this past year has been for him. And he starts getting into. I, th- I feel like he was finally starting to get to the point and the meat of the promo. But then we get House of Black that pops up on the screen. And this was uh, a nice little promo here from Alistair Black. He's talking about how he loves he loves magicians and he loves illusionists. And he's like one of his favorite tricks is making people disappear. And then this man promised to eradicate Mark Briscoe from wrestling history, Iridian. Like that is some that is some cold shit to say to somebody. Like just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> literally when he was like, oh, you know. They, when they make people disappear, I'm going to make you disappear. I was like, oh, what are we doing? Like, that's crazy, Malachi. But I was here for it. I'm telling you, which is why the Edgy Settle versus Malachi match would make sense. Would mm. make sense. <laughs> Honestly, I'd like to see Malachi versus, uh, and maybe they've done it already, but Malachi versus Brian Keith would be a match. Just by the way those two guys throw the kicks, oh, you know, out. That would be an interesting matchup here. But Malachi kind of playing a little bit of mind games with him. They do the whole lights go out thing. And Mark's like, all right, I can make everybody. For a second, though, by the way, because they come back. and It's like, I can make people disappear, and I'll show you how easy it is. We come back, and Mark is just in the ring. And I'm like, oh, no, did they kidnap Tony? And then I look down, and I'm like, oh, no, Tony's just on the floor. He's the smartest guy in the ring because he got the hell out of there, right? (laughs) But this is not me. Yeah, no. Tony's Tony's a vet. He knows what's going on. He's like, get me the hell out of here once the action starts. So uh, good on him for that one. But uh, this was a nice little segment tonight. I'm interested to see uh, where ultimately uh, it goes. Uh, Again, guys, get your super chats in. Get your humper chats in. Uh, We will read every single one of them before Iridian and I get off of the air tonight. Let's go to our first women's match. Can't believe I'm saying that. First women's match of the night. Got the professor, Serena Deeb, against Queen queen excuse me Amanada. i really like this bout iridian i thought these two killed it tonight they have really great chemistry with one another and serena is arguably the smoothest technical wrestler that aew has men or women's division and she's just she was just so fluid and it, and it didn't even look choreographed she's just She's got the arms. She's got the legs. She's wrapping around. She's rolling you around the floor. 
She is so good at what she does from the technical aspect inside the ring. Uh, it's it's really nice to have her back. But I'm going to tell you what. I don't know how old Queen Amanada is. I know she's been wrestling for a few years now. But she's good now. She's going to be really good in a couple of years. Like these two, these two had really good chemistry today. Yeah, man. Queen Amanada is just so fun to watch. There's something about her in in the ring and she she's playful a little bit and you're just like oh like it's refreshing to see in in the ring and when you put her up against someone like serena deep who is all she's no play <laughs> she's yeah, business fun. she is standing on business when she's in that ring like <laughs> i i haven't been like one of the biggest fans of serena deep but i have never been able to argue that she's terrible in the ring right she is always incredible in that ring and she proved that again tonight like when she had her her and Queen Amanada like on one of the ring posts and um, Serena Deeb was literally laying on the steps and just like putting pressure on those knees. That was insane to watch. These visuals that you get when Serena Deeb is in the ring, insane. So yeah. I thought that, man, this was just so good. And again, it's only the first women's match of the night. Yeah. So it, it was just really exciting to see because I was like, wait, what? Because I think later, a little bit after this, they're like, oh, and still upcoming, we got Red Velvet. And I said, what is happening tonight? Oh, doing? Oh, <laughs> speaking of dessert, we're getting Red Velvet. Let's go. Um, I, I loved the finish to this match where Serena kind of hooks the knee and she's like, yeah, I could put in the Serenity Lock now, but let me go ahead and smash this knee into the ground three times first. Really kind of just cinch in the fact that you're about to be in a whole lot of pain um the one thing that i love about uh queen's offense is it makes sense right for her body structure she utilizes what she has long legs and hips and she uses those with her offense very similar to how tony storm uses what god gave her in her matches it makes a ton of sense the offense is great uh, like I said, she's good now. She's going to be really good down the line. And this whole dynamic, this is kind of like a little taste of what I think Serena Deeb and Tony Storm could be. Because like you said, Amanada, she, she's got a little bit of that attitude. She's a little playful. She's like a, a cat just toying with its, with its food, right? Where Serena Deeb is all business, standing on business, as you said. Serena Deeb versus Tony, because Tony is just on a whole nother planet. Yeah. Right now, we'll talk about her promo here in a second. Um, yeah, that that's something that I hope we get to sooner rather than later. I don't know where Serena, like, Serena's coming after something. I don't know if they're going to put her with, against Julia Hart. Or I don't know if they're going to put her against Tony once Tony's done with Deanna. Or maybe it's going to be Serena and Deanna after Deanna gets done with Tony. I don't know. I don't know how you don't ride a hot hand in Deanna Perrazzo from what we've seen out of her so far, that match at revolution is going to be extremely interesting. Yeah. Oh man. It's going to be so good. No, no matter what it is, it's just, it's going to be good. Are you going to go to that? Are you going to be at revolution? No, I have to say there's other things. I'm, I'm going to go to double or nothing for sure. Okay. All so, right. Be there. We have Swerve in the ring with Tony Schiavone again tonight. Like I said, that man, that man was big. Oh, hope before we go there, I, before we go there, I got some super chats here. I got to make sure to keep checking on this. We got uh, O'Brien. Oh, excuse me, Orion Ben six 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 saying the Queen versus the Professor was a clinic. Capital L I N I C exclamation point. Who boy Wag saying I would love to see Queen work with Mercedes, like her enforcer or something. Now that is something that I could get behind. Give kind of like what they're doing with, and I'm not going to call Mariah May a, an enforcer for Tony, but there is something to be said where you have a, a young upstart talent putting them with a well-known commodity, somebody who's already over. Tony Storm is white hot. It makes Mariah May instantly a player. Putting Queen with Mercedes once she shows up, Potentially, maybe even the same. So, I mean, look, you could sit here and say Daniel Garcia being in the Jericho Appreciation Society was a waste of time, this, that, or the other thing. But I'll tell you this much: it uh, it definitely elevated him yeah. to a to another level, anyway. So, yeah, and not just Danny Garcia, Sammy Guevara, like, oh yeah, yeah, for sure, course. yeah, it's it's insane. But that I don't hate that idea. I think that'd be really cool. All right, we did get uh, now. 
now that we can move on yes i have read all the super chats there we uh did get swerve strickland in the ring tonight with tony shivani like I said busy night for him uh he gets in there and he he does a couple of nice shout outs here for black history month already which i thought was was really nice uh calling out ron simmons uh calling out kofi kingston shouting out his friends that have done some really nice things in the business and then here was oh geez whoa we got to run in what what's, what's we going have on a run in. i didn't i didn't want to disrupt uh this very nice uh promo about swerve or that swerve did though that was very cool i loved what they did there uh, i did have a few little uh behind the scenes notes as it turns out I do cover some stuff that isn't Vince McMahon lawsuit related and Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns related. So uh, a few things. Brian Keith legitimately had no idea that graphic was going to be put up on the screen. That's great. Oh, uh, yeah, they they did not. I, I don't know if he found out right before the match or if he found out as it happened. But as of the show going on the air, I'm told that he didn't know. Uh, and obviously, attendance is something that AEW is continually working on. They were very happy with the crowd reactions tonight. Like they were, they were really hyped up about how loud that crowd was even before the show. So uh, it's going to be a big week for AEW, and I mean a big week. You can pretty much guess why. Everybody's assuming Tony Khan's announcing a uh, Boston show. Uh, they're they're trying to nail down Okada. I don't know if they will or not. Mercedes is going to AEW unless something catastrophic happens and she's like, nope, ain't doing it at the last moment, which still the matter of a contract. I was uh, going to say, do we know if the, the pen has actually hit the paper on that? It is. I am of the understanding that she's been under a deal for quite a while, but um, I mean, I haven't had anybody in AEW or people close. I had one person close to her say that she was, but not her outright say it. But I mean, she is uh, she's in AEW. She is on the AEW roster. She's she is expected to debut in March as Fightful Select reported. And it wouldn't shock me. And I'm not reporting this. It wouldn't shock me to find out that she has either been under a deal or had agreed to a deal by the time WWE had let me know that she was no longer in talks with them because that's the only motivating factor that they would have to tell me something like that is if they knew for sure she wasn't headed there and they were maybe trying to spoil it a little bit. And that happens plenty. I had people in AEW that told me that Andrade was finishing up whenever he gave his notice and they did that to kind of spoil the WWE thing. It's, it's a gamesmanship thing that I hope never ends yeah. for the sake of FightfulSelect.com. But um, today on FightfulSelect.com, we had SmackDown notes, some backstage news, a an enormous story on The Rock, Roman Reigns, Cody, uh, uh, the timeline of events as thing ha things happened, and it isn't completely clear yet, but we had a ton of reactions from people on the roster. We got even more reactions from the roster that are coming to fightful select on sunday we also talked to ivy nile we talked to natalia notes for that will be up no way gonna... you talked to ivy nile when did this happen you mean you mean my close personal friend ivy nile my good friend ivy nile who came up and gave me a big hug at at wwe media day one of my favorite people in wwe ivy nile uh but all this is factual. I was five feet away from it. By the it way. is. It is factual. <laughs> it is real. Um, it went a lot better than the Omos thing, which we did at least get some good content out of. And listen, I went back and watched that video. I did bury Omos a little bit. <laughs> I was like, I was like, they're trying to make him an attraction. Well, here's a start. Be good at wrestling. <laughs> God. Listen, he told me, he goes, I was a subscriber to your, and I go, oh, YouTube. And he goes, no, Patreon. He was like, I canceled that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was like, he was such a good sport about it. He was great. Like, that's the type of thing where one, trolls are going to have fun with it. I'm sure they'll, they'll, even though he and I talked multiple times after that, shook hands, we're good. 
it's too good a content to not air. It's too yeah. good to not do something. He sat there. We had like one or two minutes with each talent. He spent four minutes scrolling <laughs> through his phone. Listen, if you've ever said something bad about this man, he's got, he's got it on his phone. Don't say it. He's big. Mm. It's not worth it. Compromise your journalistic integrity and just don't say it. Boris says, Sean, does Rock have the book? I mean, to some degree, he's a board member. Um, I mean, it. I don't know this for sure, but it wouldn't surprise me to see Brian Gewertz take a, a bigger role in WWE creative. Uh, I mean, he's familiar with the process. And I mean, I can tell you, I reached out to Brian Gewertz for an interview and he said, you got to go through WWE for that. So <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a signal. Uh, you know, it is, there's, there's something I can't help but get off of my mind is the fact that, you know, they removed Vince from the creative side of things so they could let Triple H hone in and do what he wanted to do and execute his vision. Yeah. And now here we are two months away from the biggest show of the year. And now all of a sudden they're throwing a huge monkey wrench into Triple H's creative process and the stories that he was telling. Yeah. And if we find out that this isn't something that Triple H wanted, I at least, I mean, it'd be a little consolation, but I, a lot, of, I did get at least one somewhat positive reaction today from a WWE talent. So I'm trying. I even put out a public plea. Can somebody play devil's advocate <laughs> on this for me at least? Uh, but honestly, a lot of what happened was echoed. So I posted a poll yesterday of which match people preferred. 107,000 votes later, the Rock and Roman Reigns got a whopping 17%. What did I say at the top of the show, Iridian? 80 20 about an 80 20 split on the internet yeah rick uh what happens if a baseball player bats 170 uh they get they get cut they get sent down to the minors yeah. that's that's what happens yeah. there or they retire <laughs> <laughs> billy says can't wait for mercedes finally coming to AEW SRS. you made the idiots look i don't know what that means but Oh, oh, bad. Okay, never mind that. We're just ran together. I'll be in Phoenix for Dynamite. I mean, yeah, I'm glad they're running bigger cities too. And um, I think we're going to see a real adjustment in, in their venues and cities or even what they call cities under uh, Koshe Irby. I think that that's a really, really good hire. Uh, everyone who wants to say, uh, wants SRS to say the reports are 100% finish the story. I never say 100% on anything. Never say 100% on anything because anything can happen. I had a guy yesterday ask me, oh, do you think Tiffany Stratton could come up? And I was like, honestly, it seems like she's got more of a story in NXT. And then she came up and the guy was like, why should I even subscribe? I'm sorry. I can't be clairvoyant. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't I can't sit there and pretend to know something that I don't know. But uh I mean, we especially didn't. when you have Shawn Michaels like days before saying, hey, they're going to have to fight me for these people. And then it's like, oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I'm well, on the and, line. See you. Bye. And I, I do like the approach that he's taking where he's like, well, it's going to be more of a transition where they're going to finish up here. Like there was a situation one time. Uh, I, I mean, I can tell you guys pretty much how how the rumored discussion went. And I'm sure he'll clear up whether it happened or not in an interview in the future after the, the Matt Riddle Royal Rumble thing where I guess Goldberg was mad at him and Brock was mad at him. And I guess Vince had him in for a meeting and said, you know, you've got some heat with these people. And Riddle said something to the tune of, I'm sorry, I thought you liked making money or something like that. And Vince was like, you're, you're not afraid of these guys. And he's like, they should be afraid of me. Why, why, why would I be afraid of them? And the rumor was Vince was so impressed that he let Triple H know, you've got like four weeks to finish this guy up and that's it. And it changed creative for Indu share for Stokely Hathaway for uh, Timothy Thatcher for riddle for like seven or eight people involved in NXT because they had a hard out on them. At least that was the rumor. Uh, now, at least there's going to be a transition period, which is nice. But uh, Zach says, 
hate to pull away from AEW, but I missed last night's show is Cody signed his contract extension. I get no sold when I asked about ask about it. If I will be asking about it Thursday if I get any time with Cody Rhodes. Um, and also if I get any time with The Rock, I will be asking him one of two things. I'll be asking him about the Cody Rhodes thing, and I'll be asking him about the the lawsuits against Vince as well. So uh, does this possibly affect it? Had Drew re-signed as well? We don't have information on Drew. Uh, Wrestling Observer seemed to indicate that that Drew was extended via injury time through the through WrestleMania. I know last year he had operated almost on like the assumption that last year could be his last Mania. He went out and had a classic match, had a banger, but. Wag says, I was trying to make fun of the people that insist on 100%. Yeah, you'll never see me say 100% on anything because I know plans change is like a thing that a lot of haters will say, but my God, there have been quite literally over a thousand interviews where or a thousand articles where people have very clearly like said this plan changed. Uh, I mean, I have gotten physical scripts that were done 20 minutes before raw and things were different on raw. So that's, that's just the way that it works. But uh, yeah, I wanted to stop by, say hi to you guys. It's good to see you all. Of course. It's wonderful to see you, Sean. Wonderful to see you guys. It might've been the highlight of my day, honestly, between, between the Birmingham screw job and me not being able to make it to Vegas. uh, It's been a rough day. I've been kind of depressed today. Well, yeah, I got to come up to your neck of the woods to even go to Vegas. Um, <laughs> got to take an Allegiant and Frontier flight. I'm I was sure. looking at that Frontier flight. I was. Boy, howdy. I was looking at it, but I couldn't get the time off. So for about, for about eight hours out of a 24-hour period, I will be disconnected from the world because there will not be a Wi-Fi signal to, to pick up on <laughs> there. Mm. Oof. Guys, uh, thank you all so much. Yep. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate you. All right. What a great guy, right? Look at that. What What a a great great run in. (laughs) Great run in as we lose lose probably 20% of our audience here in the next few seconds. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) uh, Let's get back to to AEW Collision tonight. We had Swerve Strickland in the ring with Tony Schiavone. Uh, again, I love the part here where he starts shouting out Black History Month and and recognizing history. Ron Simmons, Kofi Kingston gave a shout out to Athena for for holding down the entire Ring of Honor women's division. I was like, let's go. Let's oh. go. There's somebody that I hope we get on AEW television soon. Listen, this whole thing is wild to me because she has had one of the greatest championship runs right that she's ever had in this ring of honor championship and it's the only story that's not being featured on collision and dynamite everything else ring yeah. of honor related is on main tv but yep. then i mean i guess it pushes people towards you know signing up to what is it the honor club yeah but man like if you're gonna feature one story like at least make it athena's right <laughs> So he gave would her, be nice. He gave her her flowers tonight, which I'm like, yes, because I don't think she gets enough recognition. So yes, you know, I that thought was, that, was, that was great on his part. Yes. Uh, he says he plans to add his own name to the list Period. for black excellence. When he wins the AEW world championship, he calls hangman Adam page a man in his way to becoming great. And then he calls hangman Adam page out on his BS. And he tells the mogul embassy, I want you guys down at ringside with me, but do not interfere on Wednesday. No more excuses for hangman Adam page. I have no idea who's winning this match somehow, some way. I feel like we're getting a triple threat. Like I don't, whether it's a, whether it's a a double count out, a disqualification, whether it's, uh, a time limited draw, which I don't know if they'll do a time limit on it since it's a technically a number one contenders match, right? So I don't know. I don't know how they get there. What I hope is we don't get the the Roman Reigns. I'm just going to attack all three of you guys and, oh, hey, here's the GM to make a fatal four-way. I don't want Samoa Joe being that guy where he's like, screw it, I'll take you both on, and he just beats up everybody because I feel like we just saw that, right? So that's like the finish I don't want to see, although I could see Samoa Joe doing that. 
it, it feels like it should be Swerve who's in this match. But does Hangman Adam Page really go 0-3 against him? Oh, my God. that That's crazy, right? I feel like you don't really know what's going to happen in, in a match like this. But now that there are no interferences, that also plays a game, uh, a factor into it. I don't know if you've caught this, but Swerve was talking about, like, it, it, he made it seem that he didn't need um, the Mughal embassy anymore. And he didn't want Prince Nana. And, and anyway, he just wanted to be like himself as, as a champion. So I wonder if they're maybe planting the seeds and to just swerve being by himself and maybe not being a bad guy. Who knows? Because, you know, right now he's, he's a heel. So who, who knows? Um, you, can't, you can't. You can't separate swerve and Nana, right? Like the like the dance is part like you got to give Nana credit. The dance is part of what helped get swerve. Uh, you could do a baby face turn with Swerve, right? But kind of like in the same way that I don't expect a whole lot of change with Bailey now that she's officially a baby face after what we saw with her on SmackDown last night. I don't expect a whole lot of change with Swerve one way or the other. I think Swerve is is just going to be himself. And if he gets booed, great. If he gets cheered, great. As long as people are invested, I think that's all that man really honestly cares about. But you got to keep him and Nana together as long as the, the dance and the shuck and the jive is is still going. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be interesting uh, for sure on that one. Couple more uh, super chats here. Wag saying Athena versus Mercedes? Question mark. Sign me the hell up for that. Yes, please. Uh, and James Zimmerman. Oh man, this is cold as hell. Swarov is going to finish his story before Cody. We've moved on from that topic. <laughs> Here's the thing, right? Even if Cody didn't get screwed, that was probably going to happen because Revolution is March 5th and WrestleMania Night 2 is April 7th. So that was probably going to happen anyway. But It's just a timing situation, you know? Yeah, that's all it is. That and, you know, Cody getting screwed royally. We got Tony Storm on the show tonight. We sure she was extra, extra. Like, she was over the top, over the top. <laughs> you know what I'm saying tonight? Wow. Wild, wild right she t mariah was like what? did you see my match like that's all i really want to know is, did you see my match tony was like i didn't see it once you saw one woman's match you've seen them all with the uh, the face that i made i was in shock i'm like tony you did not just say that <laughs> i think tony khan wrote that line what sorry oh damn i'm kidding don't screenshot that and send it send to super chats, guys what do you really think about rick <laughs> i'm kidding Oh. I'm kidding. I just couldn't resist. Um, I, I, I did like the part where Tony's like, oh, you're, you're, you're so bad. You're so technical. I can be technical. And then she just turns around and smacks Lutha in the head. It's like, look, didn't see it coming. And then she asks Lutha to book her a, what she calls a public workout so she can show off her, her technical prowess. And she then as we back. later found out, she's going to be wrestling red velvet. Uh, on Wednesday. So that's her public workout. <laughs> and she's going to be going one-on-one -on -one with Red Velvet, who we did see against Vert Vixen. Always nice to see Vert Vixen on screen. There's somebody I wouldn't mind uh, getting a graphic here sooner rather than later. Um, yes, we can celebrate the fact that we had two women's matches on the show. Mm -hmm. Here, here's my, here's my next thing. Cause you always push for more, right? Yes, that's great. I appreciate you. Give me a second match. Let's get more than this little enhancement match that we got tonight, right? Like, give me two full women's matches on the card tonight because this was this was very quick. It, it wasn't a full squash. I think Vert got to show off her her speed and her her size and her power a little bit on in this match. I it definitely left me wanting more. A lot of food puns. This felt like an appetizer for both Red Velvet and uh, and Vert Vixen tonight. But hey, I'll take it. Yeah, I I'm with you on on that. Like. Where is La Huera Loca? Like, I know she's doing things on, on Dynamite, but like, all right, Anna J. Like, come on, I know Abaddon. You have people that are signed here, and it's just like they can have bangers. Where's Willow? I know you want to have her on Rampage, but like, you can have your superstars do more things, like feature them, right, more prominently. So... Though, I, you know, Red Velvet, you know, this match was good. I, I love Red Velvet. Um... But it could have been a way better use of time, right? Like, just 
shout out to those women. But man, give me 45 women's matches. All right. In these two hours. We might be in the minority on this one, but if they just turned Collision into the women's show and made Mercedes this the what CM Punk was supposed to be for this show, I would be a happy guy. Amazing. I would. Amazing. And I'm telling you, like this roster is going to be so stacked. Thunder Rosa, which I don't know why she was not on the card tonight. She's from Texas. So, I, I mean, I don't know what that situation was. But Thunder Rose is coming back. You know, Britt's coming back. Jamie Hayter's going to be there. Bring up Athena from Ring of Honor a couple times. Yeah. You have, you're going to have such a stacked roster. And you're going to tell me that these are the kind of, like, matches that we're putting on. Like, I get it. You know, Red Velvet is trying to build up her rankings. And I love that at the end of the match, she's like, all right, I'm putting everyone on notice. Tony, Julia, and Athena. I'm coming for all the gold. She wants it all. Yeah. I'm for it. But we... It, he just can't Tony Khan just can't give us like women's matches and be like, all right, here guys, like you'll make do with this. Like, no, we need a little substance with it. All right. And I and and look, I'll 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 walk back my comment, right? Because I know I know he can't just do an all female show. So here's what we do. I mean all female show, and then we sprinkle in a nine twenty men's match. <laughs> Perfect. Right? Perfect. I yeah. I think that is just absolutely perfect booking a five minute 920 men's match and then just give me all the ladies on collision for the rest of the time yeah our main event tonight iridian dgftr against the patriarchy daddy magic on commentary i think he adds a lot to that commentary table he's like, like salt bay. he's salt bay on commentary just a little bit of a little bit of salt sprinkle <laughs> uh yeah he he was great this was this was a nice match uh one of my notes definitely was that FTR just does not have the hips that Danny Garcia does. Uh, they tried to do the dance. They tried to pop. Boys just can't. Not many people can move like Danny Garcia. It, it's, it looks easy. It's honestly very impressive, the, the dance that he does. It's tough. It's like, you know, Jeff Hardy, when he does his entrance, a lot of people can't pull it off. It's in the hips. It's really, that's where the, the dance. Oh. So that's why a lot of people can't do it. Carl Weathers reference, Rip. It's all in the hips. Anyway, so you probably didn't get that, and that's okay. That was for me, and hopefully some of the 456 people who are here. Anywho, um, tell you what, though. This was a great showcase for Danny Garcia tonight. He obviously ended up getting the win. The guy I was really impressed with in this, though, was Nick Wayne. Like, Of course. I get why they call him the prodigy. Even though if there is another prodigy out there. Anyway, but like I get why they call him that. This dude is so young. He is way wise beyond his years. And just being able to pick the brain and learn from somebody like Christian, who is and and look, this isn't just me saying stuff. Like you've heard other people say this in interviews. Christian might be the smartest wrestler on the planet from like an in-ring psychology thing. It, I, I I swear it's already rubbing off on him. Like Nick made a great debut and he definitely made a splash, but I feel like he has upped this game twofold uh, since he, since he aligned himself with Christian. Yeah. And it's funny that you mentioned earlier, you know, when you are putting like a younger talent, a fresh talent with someone who's already established, and this is what they did with Nick Wayne. Right. And this pairing has just been so good because Anytime Christian comes out, even though they're not wrestling, people are looking like, oh, you know, Nick Wayne, Nick Wayne and Christian. And now you got to see them all in the ring. This was great. And the way that he was just going toe to toe with Danny Garcia, I was really excited to see the both of them because I'm like, yes, this is going to be this is like the definition of longevity, right? Danny Garcia and Nick Wayne could have a feud for years, yes. absolute years. And these are are the next group of guys who are coming up, you know, behind Ricky Starks, behind Yuta and then Darby Allen. And like these guys are, are the future. So this was just really cool that we got to see them really put in, in time in, in the ring, especially in the main event of collision. Those two and hook. Oh my God. Yeah. Like if I'm the GM of a baseball team and I had those three guys, like those are the guys that I'm like signing through their arbitration, like seven year contract, Let's go. We'll keep developing you. And by the time that year four, five, and six roll around, you are going to be our main event level guys. Yeah. If not sooner. Yeah. And let's, sooner. let's just hope that 
you know, AEW also has plans for them like this in in the future because you know we can't rely on FTR forever. We can't rely on Christian forever. So we need to hmm. really. I mean, I guess. I mean, like maybe we can on Christian forever. I mean, well, hold on. But are are you telling me? Are you telling me that maybe you should go with like? You shouldn't be relying on on older people to to come in and and, um, and carry big moments. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Really? Yeah, yeah. I think that that okay. might. I'm trying to tell you. Yeah. Mm, all right. Well, what do you think about that? Mm. <laughs> you don't y'all know. Find, y'all will find out on Monday what I got to say. All right. That, that's all I'm gonna say. Cagesideseats.com. I'm gonna say. Radio, what you got going on? Uh, you guys can head over to YouTube at Rest Friends. That's W-R-E-S-T Friends. We just recorded a podcast on the Royal Rumble. I tell you all of my feelings about Cody Rhodes. So that that's just interesting. And I also play the AW mobile game. So I don't know if you guys have had a chance to play that, but it's interesting. All right. Interesting to say the least. And you can follow me everywhere on Twitter, on TikTok, and on Instagram at Iridian Fierro. So Rick, what you got going on? Uh, like I said, um, Monday Gorilla Position, CagesideSeats.com. I will be dropping that uh, around 11 a.m. or noon on Monday. Uh, I like to get a little bit of play before Monday Night Raw, which, again, I'm I'm going to say some stuff on Monday. And I'm hoping by Tuesday a lot of it doesn't hold water anymore. Because as we've seen, things can change very, very quickly. And yeah. if the fans continue to get behind Cody... Hopefully, maybe things will change, but they ain't going to change before my column comes out on Monday. So check that out at Rick Uccino on Twitter. That's a one-stop shop for all my work, whether it's for cage side seats here on Fightful, Sports Illustrated, or 700 WW Radio in Cincinnati. Um, it's all right there for you. So uh, check me out. Give me a follow. I appreciate it. So it's going to be the two-woman power trip next week because I got to host 9 to midnight on 700 WW next Saturday, uh, which is great. You know, I'll just do a nice long. It'll be my Super Bowl preview show, uh, so you can uh, hear me on the iHeartRadio app. Basically, we're gonna get we're gonna get a little Rick cut out. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good! A little card blade. It's gonna be oh. a, a new Chino blade. That is so good. We all should get one for like when you know one of us isn't here. Yeah, you know, we're doing the free bird rule background. <laughs> I, I'm sure Sean's got that in the budget. If you know, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Jimmy, Jimmy will take care. Yeah. That's a brilliant idea. I love that idea. All right, Irene. I'll see you guys in two weeks. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye, Enjoy guys. your weekend. Collider's assemble next Saturday. Take care, guys.